Oh, snap. We've been doing this podcast for one full year as of today. And I don't know if you've heard, but there's a little bit of a little storm. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop the when they see me. How's that for contrast? No need to repeat. Run up on me when I fall to your knees. Yay! Yay! Do you remember when we started playing this song? Was this in the beginning? No, I think I think that I think it was day one. Well, day well, not two, day one, technically. All right, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. All right, today I'm we have a little sure bit of a like celebration, and we have some news. We have a little walk down memory lane. Today marks one day of this podcast. If you are an OG, you know that this podcast was not called the Automotive Troublemaker. Just give us some applause. I just <laughs> let's celebrate ourselves today. <laughs> <laughs> It feels like a good day. Um, you know, in my mind, yes, it's awesome that we've been doing this and just have had our hands in the dirt every single day for 266 episodes. I don't know. Did, have we missed a day? I don't think we've missed a weekday. Like, we even did it, I think Christmas Eve or Christmas was on We made sure we recorded something. And I we, like, pre-recorded something. I don't think yeah, we've missed was, a day. Yeah. We can fact check that, but yeah. I actually think we've gone a whole year without missing a single day and and i literally think and i know you agree we've with been this. close a couple we've been times. very close like oh no it's like the How end of the day we're like tomorrow <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah right because we're traveling or we're doing something we always figure out a way to make it work and if we can figure it out yep. this week i think this year first year i think we can figure it out any year and it really is a testament to the fact that the community that has grown around what automotive state of the union stands for is just straight up inspiring um they keep us yes. going every single day they give us reason to show up and suit up the comments the emails the dms um the social love that we see all the time by the way if you're not following us on linkedin uh there's a lot of action going on around the account on linkedin these days so just search a so too on linkedin and that really like you don't show up every day for something that you you don't stay engaged or passionate or charged up about you just don't yeah show there's a there's a few things that this allows us one it's like we kind of the reason why we started this podcast was we were like so i think we start the day every day with about 15 to 20 minutes of you know chitter chatter about the whole automotive industry why don't we just let that conversation live for everyone to hear and then it started becoming this like amalgamation of all of the thoughts and we've had you know other leaders in the space and dealers and like bring input into it and then we've had to reclarify like how we're how we're contextualizing the news for retail auto and so it's been, it's really been like a work in progress personally for me and i think for us that has given us the tools to like have more conversations across our industry and oh, for without a doubt. more people to kind of like you know, figure out how to have these similar conversations. It's it's broadened in its scope of like this is just a podcast where you get the news, right? That it, it actually like plenty curates of conversations. There's plenty yeah. of those. I yeah. like that. It curates conversations. So we're gonna we're doing a couple of fun things this morning. We have a little walk down to memory lane, a couple of best moments. Um, we're also going to go live with our man on the ground. In the middle of the hurricane, or where it's about to land in Florida, Brian Kramer, uh, he's posted up. He's ready to come on the show live. So we're going to get to that in just a minute. Um, but first, we're going to go through uh, a couple a couple little milestones. But I do want to mention, we have gone from episode 00, which actually, let's play 
the very beginning of this podcast. Give, it, we'll give put, them a little taste. We'll give you we'll give you 30 seconds or so of how the podcast actually started. If you haven't been around that long, which most of the audience haven't really. Back then, it was called Contagious Conversations. No, Contagious Five nope. Podcast. The Contagious Five, right. The Contagious yep. Five. And the reason we called it that is because Kyle and I... Uh, initially went into business together to uh, build a marketing consulting and training company. We still do some consulting as contagious, but quickly realized that automotive state of the union was where the real impact and the real conversations could be had. So um, one day we're like, we just have to start making regular content. And we literally would say the phrase, the more content we make, the more successful we will be. And we also, that is our advice to you. The more content you make, the more yep. successful you'll be. At the very least, it helps and you so work at out your thinking. 4.38 on a Tuesday, we were like, you know, roll it, Paul. Just hit record. And here's what happened. Stop. Not that. <laughs> we got a story about that, too. Yeah, we do have a story about the segue button, but here it is. Okay, I just hit record, and Kyle and I came up with this idea that we were going to do a regular everyday podcast Monday through Friday. It's going to be short, sweet, to the point, top of mind, follow our journey as entrepreneurs and the startup and automotive and marketing and culture and all these things. And I just hit record so that we could have episode zero, zero to upload to Apple. And no joke, no joke, Paul. <laughs> for, for those listening, we literally came up with this idea like 18 minutes ago, maybe 19 <laughs> with Paul just doing that intro. Yeah. Right? And, and so, yeah, but the biggest thing for us is we have a zillion ideas and ideas don't mean anything if you don't execute on it. So we're kind of, so that is look, the first it, look, like 45 seconds. Like, the theme of a Sodu for the last year has <laughs> actually for since the beginning is like, you can have ideas, but they're just ideas if you don't execute on it. And like in the, it, we've continued that theme with the Sodu con. We were telling someone yesterday, like, SoduCon literally didn't exist 120 days pre-event go time. You know, like, and they were like, wait a second. So wait, you're really? telling me. Because, <laughs> like, we launched tickets 57 days before the event. And 121 yeah. days before the event, it was like, hey, remember when we said we were going to try to maybe do a standalone event this year? Are we going to do that or not? <laughs> That's literally how the conversation started. And then it was like, well, let's look at the calendar. I guess the only place you could really fit it in is like the beginning of September. Hey, Danielle, could you see if that venue in Philly is available? She calls back. Yeah, they're available <laughs> these two weekends. And then I, like, I guess we're going to do this event. What are we going to call it? Guess, <laughs> That's how that works. Out. Right. But, but I think that that is indicative of what it takes to actually be an entrepreneur in 2022, 2023 world. And we consider dealers and industry partners very entrepreneurial in nature. Cause I'm going to call it this. I think it, that's what it takes. That's what it takes to be in business in 20. It's not even it just takes being to like, stay in call business. yourself an entrepreneur. It's what it takes to stay in business. Like Dave Meltzer calls us, tells us all the time. First rule in business is stay in business. And like the constant iteration, the constant move from idea to act every single day is what's necessary to make the changes and implement things that will keep you in business today and tomorrow. Yeah. And, it's, and so that's what we've been, we've been rolling. We'll say though, rolling at the velocity, right? You have to be willing to um, make mistakes. You have to be willing to get it wrong before you get it fully right. But know that in those iterations, you're going to get 70 to 80% of it right. 
a lot of the time, first swing, yep. right? And so yep. you have to be okay. You have to be secure enough. You have to know your relationships with your partners and stuff are understanding like, hey, we're breaking new ground. We don't know what's going to happen when we crack this thing open, but we know that we need to go in this direction. Um, we have a couple other fun clips to play for you as yeah. well. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? Well, we're a little, little walk down memory lane. Our very first like full length episode, the first the first story that we ran was actually when Asbury acquired Larry H. Miller, which was a huge deal monetarily and also for the Asbury group. Um, we also in uh, late October put out this call. We were like, you know, we kind of say segue all the time. We move from story to story. We'd love it if there was some sort of segue sound. <laughs> and Brian Ortega shout uh, out <laughs> chopped us up uh, like four or five options. And uh, this sound, which you may hear every day, is Stop. the one that came out of time. Which I love. It's like a little MC so Hammer. Oh, he threw in a little segue robot voice. It was perfect. You know, um, we we have kind of like two first video episodes. Uh, our first official video was we were in Chicago for the Dealer Inspire and Joe Chura's uh, refuel event. And Miles was was along for the ride. And we th we were in uh, what was it? A JW Marriott? No, I think it's of the, the Sheridan. I think it's the Sheridan. Sheridan. It's right outside. You know, it's the airport that is kind of a part of O'Hare International Airport. So you can yep. walk out the front door yep. and then walk into the hotel. So that's the first time we set up video cameras. He Miles chopped up an edit in a car on the way to lunch. And that then we dropped awesome. a 10-minute podcast. It was so cool, like just to watch him do his do his thing. And uh, and then our first like live stream video, the way the, in a similar format to that what we're doing it now was January 3rd of this year. Uh, so that was fun. Our uh, actually speaking of Brian Kramer, uh -oh. we uh, uh, you can't say speaking of Isaac, can you no, get me you the can't. StreamYard link or Kyle, do you have it? We need to get it to Brian Kramer because he just messaged us that he is on the beach in Florida. So I think we're going to get a little weather channel action here in a second where we, oh, we see the gale force winds <laughs> trying to blow Brian Kramer over. So I don't know if you can get that link um, to us so that we can uh, zip it out to Brian Kramer and pull him in. I'm sorry, Kyle. What were you going to say? Isaac? I got, got it. I got him. Great. <laughs> okay awesome we got we got this we got this uh we also have uh, a fun photo to share with you and uh isaac can you put the the photo up this is a photo of the 100th episode when we just randomly set the link we have tim cox sitting in his office we have bob <laughs> lanham in his basement on his peloton uh brian kramer is just looking fly like always just walking to work i guess and david long is in the upper right hand corner looking all witness protection program because it's dark in his house because you know we did this at probably 8 30 a.m eastern so it was 5 30 a.m for him and that's episode 100 when uh we just randomly sent out the link and some people showed up to talk about it. And I think this is indicative Great. of the family mentality around Automotive State of the Union. We are not fans of drawing that real defined line between home life and work life. Like we think that line actually doesn't really exist. It's just a perception of existing. And the more substantiated you try to make that line, the actual harder both of those get. But when you try to merge yep. them together and say, hey, look, it's all one life. We're all working towards a, a unified goal so that we can provide for our families. Our families are a part of what empowers our professional life. Our professional life is a part of what empowers our family life. And finding ways to bring those together, even as through the nature and the tone of the content, um, 
you know, if you've been to our events, you know that Kyle and I aren't shy about bringing our families. Um, you know, we, we've seen Without more people doubt. do that as well. And so um, I think, you know, that that is part of like why our heart is with a soda and to be a media company is typically real buttoned up and polished. But we're saying like, man, I think this day and age, it's like making it more real world, real life um, and getting that getting that in, you know, ingrained in the culture is something that a lot of people actually want. Which I think is so native to to automotive like i've spent 12 years in in dealership world it's like i mean every single day some family member of some employee was coming by the dealership right whether to drop off lunch or the kids were coming and saying hi and after after school like it's just a familial atmosphere and i think that that's that's a desire of ours to like exert into this media kind of community and uh and so the the fact that people sometimes just show up on a whim at it you know what, whether it's like six, seven, eight, or nine on their time zone and just pop in and and uh, and lean into the conversation has been absolutely fun. Now, now, Paul, recently we've 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 had like not our crowning achievement, but a pretty proud a moment. No, I would say it's a notable achievement. Notable. It's a it's notable a notable moment. achievement. I think it dropped right at the right time. We went from hitting the record yeah. button a year ago to NADA literally citing the automotive troublemaker podcast in their official submission to the FTC about why let's go <laughs> to advocate for dealers. <laughs> and I, I, Kyle found this, I don't know how you found it, but basically they cited our episode with uh, Jamie Oldershaw from dealer Raider talking about the, the 8 million comments and reviews that they have left on that. They've been left on their platform with 94% of them have been overwhelmingly positive experiences at dealerships. And, you know, Kyle, you're the one that kind of like bird dogged, like, hey, let's have him on the show to talk about this. Came on the show. We talked, had this meaningful conversation. And then NADA picked it up somehow. And uh, really, like, I think we're represented, even though it's just the site, like, we'll see if, you know, the government gets back to our podcast. But I'm so proud that that is the episode that made it. Yeah, I know. It's a great episode because we talk about how like the dealer community is seen as a good community. And I think that that narrative is something that the government, the 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 culture need to hear more often. You know, we ran a story yesterday that was like the antithesis to that. But but the the, the wide swath of what we, what this industry is, is a positively seen industry, especially in the one to one relationships you know, customer to dealer, especially service departments, even sales departments. You know, a lot of people say like my salesperson, my dealership, yep. like they take ownership. Absolutely. Of it. So for, for that to be the place where like potentially a larger range of people get introduced to that type of conversation, it's, it's a great moment for us. It really is. All right. Um, if you're watching on the live stream right now, uh, hit the little thumbs up button and like button tag, mention somebody in the comments that you think should either be a part of this community or see Brian Kramer live on the beach in Florida. We're going to give you a few details about the hurricane. Then we're going to live on the beach in Florida with Brian Kramer. So everybody knows Hurricane Ian is closing in on the Florida coast. Dealers are in full execution of precautionary measures. Um, fortunately, from the inventory standpoint, that means they have to move like one vehicle inside the garage and their, their new car inventory is safe. Right. So Asbury and CarMax have already closed 20 stores yesterday, probably more as of this morning. Um, most other dealers heating warnings, um, you know, preparing for power outages, getting generators in place to open stores, clearing drains, um, all of that stuff. This is the first major hurricane in the area since 1912 
At that point, the Tampa Bay area had a population of 130,000 people, which is now the population of probably a single neighborhood. Uh, as There's now 3.2 million people in that area. Obviously, the hurricane affects a much larger area than just that. Um, over 2 million people on evacuation orders. Tampa Airport fully closed. Disney is closed. And Brian Kramer... Disney is on and and, and brian kramer is on the beach now everything's closed and brian kramer's on the beach bring him in isaac bring him bring him in <laughs> what's up hey it doesn't always finding solutions. what did you say it's, no always finding solutions so you <clears throat> jim cantor is like um i don't know 10 miles north but you'll see <clears throat> it's kind of like the calm i'm walking down here right now but it's the it's calm before the storm well, it's been going in and out. Like earlier, there was palm fronds flying around. and uh, Yeah, you sent us some dicey. footage from your drive, and it looked pretty dicey. Right, had some booster tails. But as you can see, it's been knocking everything down. Oh, wow. You can hear all the generators running or whatever. But most people have left town. I'm just heading down to the, to the beach right now just to see what it looks like <laughs> down there. Where are you? So you're in Tampa? No, I'm in Naples. Oh, you're not a beard over. So it's supposed to hit just north of here. Got you. So there you it go. It could hit here. So, wow. So you're but just hunkering down. High tide. You're hunkering down. You're on your way. How far are you from the beach? Uh, three miles. <laughs> he said, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I live three miles from the beach. I'm like, I'm, I don't know, 100, you know, actually about 30 yards from the beach. So what, there we go. What are you seeing? Serious <laughs> waves down there. Are there any crazy surfers out? Uh, one just left. Actually, it was one like at the end of point break. You know, like that massive wave. The dude came out and he had like a shell shock look on his face. <laughs> he was like, I made it out alive. He's like, okay, I'm leaving, boss. And it was like, you give, give him like that look. I'm like, and he just named me in the head. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We know what's going on. So what it's. He what, got back in his truck. And as, as far as all your friends in the area that have stores, what is the general vibe? Like, what are the dealers doing? What are, you know, what are they doing for their people? How, you know, what's going on? So most of them closed yesterday uh, between 11 and 1 o'clock. Uh, down here, you put all the inventory up. If you hopefully got a parking garage. If you, so you put all the analysis coming. Uh, you put all your inventory up on the top of the parking garage. That way, if a, if a storm surge comes in, which is probably going to happen based on what I'm seeing, but you're, it's coming in high tide. So Irma, we were lucky because it came in at low tide. So it, it, it had 170-mile-an-hour winds, but the damage wasn't so... Oh yeah, this is all. This, the beach is gone. I'm about to turn this around. Yeah, turn it around. So Irma, it was like 157, 174 miles. Oh wow! So that's the beach. Isaac, put that full Sorry, screen. But this gone. is the Gulf. This is. Yeah, so you can't even get out to the beach. Water's already up. No, it's already. <clears throat> but this is—I've never seen the Gulf look like this. Oh, that's the Gulf. That's <laughs> right. This is the Gulf. Wow. That's like full Atlantic. I, yeah. No wonder that surfing like, looks like stunned. Deep, like a, yeah, there's huge rock. I mean, I, that, that's a horrible idea to do that. I mean, beyond horrible. And you can see all the carnage back here of all the whatever's been going on. But So they, they put all their inventory up on up on a roof. You try to get as much gas as possible because everybody's going to run out of fuel. Um, and then you, you, the power goes out, which the power is already gone down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so wow. we all, there's no electricity. So you set up like a text waterfall uh, group. Actually, I got, a, I got a call earlier from John Germain, uh, just checking on me. Even though I don't even work over there anymore, still going through the process and and uh, checking on everybody, so, which was very cool. 
when so is, that's what they do. It's, it's all about massive communication at this point. What is the, what is the current uh, time estimate for when it's going to make landfall and things are going to get the worst? Uh, it should be, well, it, it's building now. One o'clock until 8 p.m. is going to be like the height of it. And they said it can keep going past that. Uh, it's, it's up to a Category 5 now. Wow. Get through it down here. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's going to bring all the wind, all the, the damage and shit. So what, what is your plan? You're going to grab a boat? What are you doing right now? Oh, we're having some connection issues, it looks like. Uh, I don't have my paddleboard with me. <laughs> Come back up. I don't have my paddleboard. But, <laughs> so, yeah, it'll start buffering just because it's not, there's not much cell service. Good news is most people were smart and they left. Yeah. So they don't yeah. have to deal with all this stuff. But, you, we'll be, but Brian, you're not well, most I'm, people. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll see that something like this, actually, I was telling John Germain earlier, this, the 17 Hurricane Irma really was the best thing that ever happened to us in that store. It brought the whole team together. We had to communicate. We had mm. no power afterwards. We had to find solutions. We were uh, calling customers. It was kind of like during the beginning of COVID, right? We were taking cars to customers, picking them up. We had the Red Cross coming through. We are bringing them water. We were letting anybody use the facility. Uh, it, was, it, it was like really, it, it brought the team together. At, there was no electricity for 10 days, right? But, we, but people were still voluntarily coming to work. So you've got wow. people that couldn't shower. We're down here showering on like these, uh, these, you know, these beach uh, showers, right? Yeah. So you take swim trunks and you'd come down here, and there would be every you see Range Rovers and McLarens, and <laughs> every, everybody was just, this, you know, you, everybody's the same at that point. You know, yeah. it's primal. Yeah. So everybody come down here. Everybody's going to go makeup. Nobody, women can't do their hair. And but people just we came in and we got it done and got people that were down here out of town getting their cars serviced, getting it fixed. And that's really like what you guys were just talking about in the last segment. That's really what it's all about. Those are the stories that don't ever get told. Somebody trying to make it back to Ohio, somebody trying to make it back to New York that's stranded down here yeah. with all this stuff because they don't realize what's going on, you know, and the dealerships great, get them back great. up and running and get them on their way. Yeah, wow. you never hear those stories. Honestly, it's it's really strange. Well, we know that there are going to be a lot of those stories generated. So, um, if you hear any of them, point us in the right direction. If you listening or watching know any of those stories, also just send them through crew at asotu.com and we'll make sure that um, we, we can talk about them and, and help out however we can. Brian, we're going to continue to check in with you uh, uh, throughout throughout the storm. So uh, you are now our official on scene correspondent. Um, maybe if you get a little more dramatic and pretend like you're falling over, you might even have a chance to be a Weather Channel correspondent at some point. <laughs> right, right, live from Ground Zero, baby. Yeah, just just act like it, you act like you're falling over, and then you see like the mom pushing the baby in the stroller behind you. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for thanks for uh, coming on, Brian, and and giving us the behind the scenes look. Uh, yeah, stay safe out there. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Oh, he gone. <laughs> he he was already gone. He, the buffering stopped. <laughs> I love well, it. Hey, look, look, dealerships consistently, consistently lean in when crises and when communities need help. And that the end of that story was like it would turn from weather to what dealerships he knows are going to do in the area. Uh, and so, um, hey, look, no crisis can 
win. I couldn't think of a better way to end our one-year anniversary episode. Hey, if you're out there uh, and you're in Tampa, take care of yourself. Stay safe. Also, if there's a way for you to lean into that and ensure that no crisis can win in Tampa and in that surrounding areas, do that. Certainly.